No, it's not a broadcast. Baby, this a podcast. And we about to stretch the culture. Listen up, then listen closer. Watching out for the vultures. The barbershop mixed with Oprah. Podcast, podcast. Podcast, podcast. Probably get a little etiquette and show you how to elevate. Feed your mind, get your food for thought, get some hot sauce and another plate. Listen to it on your job, might even help you get a raise. StressTheCulture.com and Instagram, baby, follow the page. No, it's not a broadcast, baby, this a podcast. And we about to stretch the culture. Listen up and listen closer. Watching out for the vultures. The barbershop mixed with old. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. We back like we left something. That's the culture. It's your boy CJ. We got my man Chris up in the house. Chuck Sanchez. We got my man Jay up in the house. Oh, yeah. AKA Sweetness Lord. <laughs> and we got, a, <laughs> we got a special guest in the house. Yeah. Uh, high school equivalency uh, graduate. Uh, not quite a diploma, but you know, uh, uh, night school and shit. Yeah, <laughs> hey, night <laughs> school all star. <laughs> wow. Uh, no, we got an author, uh, black black queen in America in the 2020. You know, she survived the COVID. Yeah, she did. Introduce yourself. You know. I don't really know what to say. I'm a feminist. <laughs> yeah, a feminist. I'm Deshanae Blades. For like starters, you said, I'm an author and I'm an award winning speaker. Uh. Um, and I'm the shit. Yeah, I know. That's it. Sugar, honey, iced tea. <laughs> hey, see, I did that. What? <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, we back, we back, we back. It's been a minute, man. It seemed like the whole world and damn near fell apart since since the last time we had an episode. The COVID that went crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they killed all kind of people in the streets. Yeah. Black man can't. Hey, black man can't use a fake twenty dollar bill no more in America. Yeah. What is the fucking mm-hmm. world coming to? You know. You get into, uh, you know, they shot James Blake, Jacob Blake. They shot him in the back seven times for trying to get in the car with his kids, man. That's mm. So, uh. That's where we at, man. And, you know, Cardi B and Megan Stallion got all these girls thinking that they got <laughs> wet-ass pussies, man. <laughs> Half of them got the dap, though. It's <laughs> <laughs> a desert, nigga. It's worse than that. Desert-ass pussy. Yeah, it's worse than that. <laughs> Dry ass pussy, you she know what I'm saying? That dusty ass pussy, dirty ass pussy. She got some dog ass pussy. Fucking UAP, degenerate <laughs> ass UAP, UAP, underwhelming ass pussy. Oh yeah, I had a couple of that. <laughs> Fuck that, <Shit>. man. Underwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of feminists got that UAP. Yeah, with that stand, say man. Underwhelming. Yeah, I'm go there with you, dick. We we was having a light conversation. Do y'all like the song? No. I like Why? that shit. I that like it slap. too. Yeah, I, I'm. I don't like current rap, so it has it's nothing. It's very relatable. It has nothing to do with the content of it. It's very relatable. Like girl, current rap. Mm-hmm. When she says so macaroni about, in the <laughs> pot, a lot of girls resonated with that macaroni in the pot line. You mm. know what I'm saying? Um, are you a fan of Cardi and Meg? I fuck like with separately? Cardi. Yeah, I like both of them. I like both of them actually. No Megan and Stallion jokes. This is too early for some Megan and Stallion. You better not. What her being? It ain't never. Oh, she got her being what? Nigga clapped her, right? That's <laughs> why is that funny? <laughs> it's not, honestly. Why I isn't it funny? On, why is it? Why isn't it? No, it's not funny that she got shot. They say black. <laughs> they say black women. <laughs> black women are the no, most unprotected women. Not. I'm, I'm not. Jo- I'm, I'm not fucking. Right. It's not funny. I do think that that was an unfortunate situation. Yeah, it was. Man. Yeah. You know, but at the same time. 
How did she? Well, how was she fucking with Tory Lanez though? I, I know that height difference, man. That's the and I'm talking besides difference. Yeah. Like Megan looked like she could post up. Nigga, this little like, ass nigga. Like she could definitely hey, pin she your shit like the stallion, and he looked like the little jockey that ride the uh, horse. Right, maybe that they was into uh, some. She might be into some. That, makes, into some that shit. makes perfect sense. Now it makes sense. <laughs> I mean, she's probably used to it. When you being five eleven, you so used to niggas being short. Like, is she five eleven? Y'all probably not even five eight. Watch you gotta you. relax. <laughs> <laughs> How tall are y'all? Five eleven. You five eleven? Yeah. Five twelve. Fucking liar. Six. Five twelve. I am. Okay. Almost six feet. <laughs> that in between uh them nigga five yeah. eleven He's and small. seven eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that little man syndrome had niggas yeah, acting crazy sure. anyway. Yeah. She probably beat his ass though, because why would he That's uh, not what she did. get the gun? So what exactly happened? I saw what she was explaining, but I just I, I didn't take much of an interest in the story, so I didn't mm-hmm. listen to it. Uh, no, I'm not sure. Shit, I know she I got shot know. by Tory Lanez, and I was. That means really, yeah. I, really, I really don't. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It really didn't matter. That nigga shot her in yeah. the foot, so I really don't need. Yeah, I think people were trying to like dehumanize her and like try to make her out like, oh, she's transgender. That's what was problematic about <laughs> it, as well Christ. as like was they were trying tra- to say she's she transgender. No. No. Oh, I'm saying. Yeah, like no. Um, but you know, in the beginning of her career, like. Every once in a while, like, men will make jokes about her, like, being so tall and stuff like that. And, like, oh, she's probably a man. So, like, they were trying mm. to justify her getting shot by, like, oh, she's transgender. Like, he didn't have no other, like, way oh, to defend himself because they were saying that she did put she her hands on her. She definitely stronger than Toya. Yeah, but she didn't put well, her hands on him. she's physically stronger. That's a given. And from That's what she given. said, on, she did not put her hands on him. I got you. Um, yeah, she should have. So. Yeah, she said she was walking away, and then he shot her like as she was walking away. That's a whole so lot. now he was doing too much. Yeah, well, whatever shit. was going on. Yeah, that's some bitch shit. They was all yeah. drinking, man. That's this whole thing, man. You know, you don't want to drink um, because it, it, bad situations happen. And with that said, we got an uh, ad from Duce. <laughs> we got some Duce facts on the show right well, now. Um, shout out to Duce. Um, they say... Um, Wearing a mask mm-hmm. has increased dental visits by sixty percent in the last three months because uh people ain't even working. Forty seven percent of the population is now being able to smell their own breath for the first time. <laughs> I believe that. I can believe and that. it's causing people to go get that little that little cavity filled. Yeah. That, that dead tooth. <laughs> yeah. Definitely yeah. smelling their yeah, own. That shit. dead tooth is a motherfucker. Yeah, divorce rates are going down because of that. I see that. You know? Why would divorce rates go down from them going? To, oh, okay. You finally broach. You know what I'm saying? It's like you know how hard you know how hard of a subject that is to broach to your wife. Like, baby, your breath stink. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now she's subjected to that shit on a daily basis. Not like to she your gonna, wife though. If y'all been together for some time, I'm sure you could tell her. Well, because nah, every time you married. speak, your yeah. breath banging. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know, you don't want to look me out of eye, baby. I right. can't. You know oh my god. Shit. So <laughs> I'm just telling y'all what the do say facts say. You know, this could or could not be true. But uh, silver linings, you know what I'm saying? We're finding <laughs> silver linings everywhere <laughs> when it comes to this shit. Yeah, because I put a mask on the other day. It smelled like popcorn in that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like, I ain't been to the movies. Yeah. <laughs> I, <put my> mask, <laughs> I miss the movies. Yeah, I put my mask on. I was like, damn, I do miss her. You know right, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Y'all nasty. Yo, wow, boy. Hey, I want to, let me, uh, I just got a little question real quick. See if y'all get it. It's a riddle. What's pink and moist that smell like pussy? Mm. Look, 
of the time. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that, but I'm like, okay. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? On a serious note, I do want to go back to like. He's here, all, he's here all week, ladies and gentlemen. He's here, here all week. week. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't see the nigga flicking his tongue. Is this how you be picking up girls? You know, a mess. Um, on a serious note, like to really like bring up an important conversation when it comes to like the Tory Lanes and like Meg thing that I was saying on Twitter is like, how are black men Mm. actively protecting black women? So like that was a conversation that was sparked up from that because we've seen it like some guys like advocate like you know. Speaking up for Megan and some niggas, like, trying to call her transgender. I mean, even before it happened, all these dudes was on Twitter like, oh, we protect black women and arguments, whatever. And then when this situation happened, we're seeing ways that y'all don't. So, like, it had me reflecting because I'm like, all the men that I keep around me, like, my guy friends, like, I had to, like, reflect on it. Like, I can probably say that I do feel protected and safe when I am with them. So, do y'all ever, like, reflect on, like, do y'all really, like, protect black women or do you, it's just... Or do y'all, like, not really? I think I'm going to take this one. Mm-hmm. Ahead, so, guys. I think uh, I got a daughter. My daughter is 14. And I noticed a lot of times she spends so much time focusing on shit that she is upset by. Shit that she don't like. People mm-hmm. she doesn't like. And I have to tell her all the time, you know, sweetie, if you focus all your attention on the shit that you don't like and that and that brings you joy, that's all you're going to get. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's all you're going to get. Because the the universe doesn't understand no. It just understands yes. <coughs> Absolutely. So to your point, you said the guy friends you have you keep around you, you feel protected around them. Mm-hmm. So the reality is that's all you really got to worry about. That's all you yeah. can change. Mm-hmm. The fact that you have those positive kind of men around you, that's yeah. who you focus on. Because the ones who ain't simply are not. Yeah. And any more and the more and more you try to make it to the people that don't get it get it the more you're gonna get that pushback Mm -hmm. so the reality is yeah it's gonna be some niggas that have no interest in protecting black women Mm -hmm. but it's always gonna be the flip side to that coin and the flip side to that coin is the ones you need to be happy about because you're not gonna reach the other ones i'm about to say what what does that look like though like being protecting black women yeah dejane what would you feel like hold on okay because i got my own thing but i really what i was really asking y'all like would you say that you do protect black women for the women that are in your space your Mm -hmm. daughter your mother your girl's friends do you protect them and like what are what is what are you doing that say like no i do protect black women i walk on i walk on the outside of the sidewalk all the time Mm -hmm. make sure that i know of a car that's one (laughs) that's one well, I, I'll give you an example. My homegirl, I got a friend who, uh, and this is my homie, we go back years. Um, you know what I'm saying? She has had, uh, she was in a relationship with a notable person most recently. Mm-hmm. And um, somebody, you know, somebody made a comment at her on a post of mine, you know, and kind of trying to dig personal in. So I'm not going to name names or whatever. Yeah. But I just, like, uh, I had to cut into my man, like, dog, that, that, yo, that ain't cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and not like on some private shit, but. You know, so I cut into him directly, like, nah, mm-hmm. we ain't not going to do that, bro. And I think the reality is, is like, yes, you, we should protect black women, but at the same time, you people, you have to be accountable for your actions. Meaning, don't be out here fucking wilding and then expect niggas to jump in front of bullets from you. But if somebody dumping wildly, then yeah, I'm going to grab you and mm-hmm. pull you back, mm-hmm. you know, or turn my back to you. Or, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not diving, I'm not jumping on front of, uh, I'm not jumping in front of bullets if you 
out here actively running towards the gunshots. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Okay, I see. Mm. And so, that's just like a boundary with all your relationships. That's every. That's across okay. the board. That's across the board. So, Do you want me to answer my question? So what does yeah? What Jay said. Definitely. What okay. is defending? What does that look like to you? They're saying okay, this Meg the Stallion like, situation. <clears throat> would, I mean, that's. I'm saying, what would that look extreme. like? I'm going to push that to the side for a minute. But for me, so I agree with what you said because before I did, I think I talked to you about this, but before I did some reflection on me taking accountability of what I was attracting into my life, I had a guy friend. I had like an entanglement or whatever you want to call it. And I did not feel safe with those men ever. And I was around them my entire college, like collegiate career. And then when I had to go through a healing process and I had to think about like how I was like constantly attracting like men and women that were like not protective over me, not making me feel safe. After I did that reflection, I'm like, okay, this is what this looks like for me. All of a sudden, like the universe rearranged my world where everybody that's in my space makes me feel safe. Now what that looks like for me, something like that is when I'm somewhere and someone's attacking me, whether I'm in a wrong or not, I don't know. Like, to stick up for me uh, when I need something, will you be there for me? If I was to be in a uncompromising situation with another man, can I call you? Do I feel safe to call you when I, um, do I feel protected with my emotions? Like, do I feel safe emotionally, socially, like all these different areas? Can I like my dad, like, can I contact him when it comes down to finances? So it's really just like looking at it, like with my world, like I said, I am a feminist and I check in with my <laughs> my homies. Like I actually had this conversation with them. Like, do you understand what it means to be a feminist? Like, if push come to shove, would you be here with me to advocate for these things in in ways that you can? Like, if I got a homie that live in, that work at Quicken Loans, and I work at Quicken Loans too, and we we in the space, and he see that I can't get my words out in the meeting, I will be like, that's my nigga. And he get off. I and and he stand up for me. That's. Oh, in in the mic. Okay. Like, and he stands up for me. Like, I'm looking at those things, right? Yeah. So, I'm I'm sure there's more that I can expand on, but that's the only thing that's coming to mind right now. And it looks different for for everyone. Yeah. I mean, of course, through through the prism, it's going to, the vantage point is always going to be different. Mm -hmm. You know, you may be seen looking at the same thing, but that vantage point is going to be different. You know, that's why a lot of times I don't. I don't take it personal, or I, I really don't take anything personal. Mm-hmm. But you can't expect everybody to see shit exactly the way right. you see it, I no matter mean. no matter what it is you're looking at. So you like know, Craig on Friday, that was a good way to protect her. <laughs> when Debo yeah, slapped Debo, the shit nigga, out that's of her, a female. Mm-hmm. That's, a female. Mm-hmm. that's one way. Okay, because right I had a situation where I was messing with a guy in college. And the friend of mine that I knew since eighth grade, they were both both in the same fraternity. I went to him to be like, this this person did this to me physically, didn't do a thing. Just off of the strength of, for me, how I looked at it, just off of the strength of him being in that fraternity. And I'm just like, nigga, what? You've been knowing me since eighth grade. Like, are you telling me you was willing to not say nothing to your brother that was already in the fraternity? Like, it just didn't make sense to me. And that was another situation. Like, I don't feel safe with you now. Like, yeah. I can't come to you when I feel like I'm in harm's way with somebody that you know. Yeah. So, like, same, same back to the Tory and Meg situation. Let's say she went to, let's say the police wasn't involved. Mm. And she ran to one of her guy friends that he like, that's, that's you and Tory. Yeah. Nigga, what? I just told you another man shot me, and right now I'm harmed. Like, you are able-bodied right now. What can so you do? I got to stop you there because she didn't run if she got shot in the foot. 
No, Anyways. <laughs> it's the details. I got to okay, stop you sorry. there. Yeah. I so, so I, look, I think about it and I say, um, I think the first line of defense is like what Chris said. Like, you have to install certain things into the kids, into your young ladies, and don't put yourself in a situation. You know what I'm saying? Um, as much as you can. Now, you won't always be able to control that. But a lot of times, these girls are out here thrill-seeking just as much as these dudes, and they be hanging around guys who they know. Like, as a dude, I know when some of my homies is off the Richter and shit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I ain't hanging with this nigga. This nigga crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can't fuck with a nigga and put other niggas in that situation because I tell my nieces all the time, don't put me in this situation while y'all dating these little niggas that I'm going to have to go out here and kill somebody and fuck my life up <laughs> because you – you doing something that you know you with somebody you know is abusive or because I find out somebody mm-hmm. doing something it's gonna be a bad situation. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I have to tell them that early. Mm-hmm. Like, don't put me in a situation because I don't have no off button when it comes down to protecting y'all in that way. You know what I'm saying. Now, girls will put themselves in it, put themselves in situations where uh, they would have off the scale last nigga. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. Now, Tory Lanez. Known for having a little high head. I'm not saying the little nigga should have no gun to be doing mm-hmm. all this other kind of shit or what they argument was about. I ain't no defending that nigga for shooting her in her ankle like that. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> not you <laughs> laughing. He can't take nah, it. Ain't, it ain't no defending that nigga for doing that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But <clears> the flip <throat> side of that is like, as her homie, after it happened and we all this and then the situation out there, what is the fact to defend? And like, you know what I'm saying? I could defend you from here on out, but I'm not about to go kill that nigga. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I'll be like, yo, I'm about to go work this nigga because you got shot. And now I'm, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, are we throwing away lives? Are we walking away from these situations learning? Like, yo. I think that's why the conversation is, is important. I, I would love for a man to simply ask me, what would what do you want me to do from here? Now, if she answered, like, I need you to go shoot that nigga, then it's like, okay, now we need to have a conversation because now you put it me in harm's way. Right. And I would, because I care about my guy friends, I will not. Yeah, but maybe not in harm's th- way, but let's say I go retaliate off of anger because you feel like that that should happen, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm down for you. I'm going to go kill yeah. this nigga. I'm about to go do something. I get caught mm-hmm. and I'm in jail for the rest of my life now. I got I two. You know what I'm saying? You know yeah. what I'm saying? I got kids. I got family. Let's say, hypothetically, this person, I got kids, I got family, I got all these other kind of things. And I don't even think about that because I'm so quick to somebody like, y'all niggas should X, Y, and Z. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, bro, from now on, let me meet the niggas you fucking with beforehand. Let's hang around these niggas with me or or your group of guys so you can have some security. You rolling around with a nigga that obviously y'all don't fuck with each other like that. I think with the... Sorry. I think with the protection, I think it comes down to two words for me when when I say like, Black men should protect black women. Safety and security. Do I feel safe and do I feel secure around you? Now, again, like, I would not want to put... I think that's one of the reasons why a lot of times women don't tell... They got... Like, for me, when I was in that situation, I refused to tell my dad because I know that he would react that way. And I'm like... And I'm so I'm thinking about all these things, so it's like a really compromised situation. But then again, I agree with what you say. Like, my dad will always tell me, like, I literally never have brought a man to my dad. Like, my dad's never met a man. Like, but he's always saying, no, you need to bring these niggas around so I can meet them. But at the same time, I knew I'm like, I just know when my if my dad met this person, like, he gonna read him. And now I gotta, like, stop fucking Mm -hmm. with him and stuff like that. So that was when I was younger, though. I got a wonderful example of that situation. Now, my my, uh, kid's mother, my kid's mother 
her little cousin was fucking with this nigga. Um, now her her father passes like three or four months later. She says like the the nigga started being wild different to her. Mm. Now one particular night. Oh, how old is this? They they are our age. They like our age. Mm. You know the cousin. So she and dude living together. It's like a wild snowstorm. Now they got one car. He she asked him, "Yo, can you?" Drive me up to the store. I need to get some feminine products or whatever, right? This nigga said no. Like, nah, you, nah. And don't take my car. I don't want my car on the, on the roads right now, right? So she ends up having to walk up the fucking, in the fucking snow mm. to go get them pads and shit, right? And so when, naturally, she tells baby mother, baby mom tell me that shit. I was like, that nigga would have never done that shit if her daddy was around. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You And you have some niggas who are soft like that. Like, nigga, you know mm-hmm. good and fucking well if her pops was around, her older brother, mm-hmm. you wouldn't have done that that pussy shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you have some niggas who, who look for opportunity to flex their feeble-ass muscle mm-hmm. over yeah. a woman in a situation yeah. like that. You know what I'm yeah, saying? But at the same well, time, she got to buy in bulk, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Costco does exist. See, and now he just put her in an unsafe environment yeah. by having her walk to but go you, get feminine products. But you know what's funny, though? Like, Cause me and her, we cool. So mm-hmm. when I, and I had met the nigga before, I met the nigga. We mm-hmm. you know in social settings. So when I saw the nigga, I was like, I said, yo, I asked the nigga about it I, directly. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, what the fuck was that about? And he was like, oh, you know how it is, nigga. Blah blah blah. I was like, no, no, how I it don't. Is, know nigga. How fuck it you is. talk about. <laughs> fuck you talk about. Know mm-hmm. how it is. Yeah. You know, I ain't put on. I ain't put. I ain't put the nigga on a warning. Like, don't do. But I just yeah. I addressed the shit to the nigga. Like, yeah. yo, that was foul, nigga. Yeah. So you gotta you, like I said. So in those kind of situations, a lot of times women will, or guys, I say, guys with the predatory kind of attitude will mm-hmm. seek out those kind of situations where they can be fucked up like that to women. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, at the end of the day, I say, you know, protect the queen. You know, got to, got to, and, and queens like protect the kings to. too. Yeah. Most. I feel like a lot of dudes. You sitting yeah, with you sitting in the, in the room with three dudes. I right? mean, that doesn't make sense for me though, because this is my world. But I'm saying, I feel, I, I feel like that. I feel sure. like most guys are protective and pretty. Mm-hmm. They like to look after women when they're around. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I don't feel like, for the most part, women walk around feeling like unsafe and like I can't go nowhere. Or these niggas don't got my back in any situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I was with a chick and she got drunk and shit, I'd make sure she got home straight. It wouldn't yeah. be no thing where I'm like, well, I'm going to the crib. Goddamn. Yeah. Hey, but <clears> let's <throat> to switch topics a little bit, man. I want to, you know, we had these these shootings and all this other kind of stuff. And I want to ask y'all, do y'all feel like black people put themselves in situations where we have to encounter the police and end up having these crazy ass shootings and different things happening. Like the James Blake situation. He got shot seven times. I don't think it was acceptable. But you got the baby moms calling the cops. You know what I'm saying on him. I don't think they say he wasn't supposed to be at the house and all Mm -hmm. the other kind of stuff. And it's like we create these situations in our own lives and communities and we end up having these odd ass encounters well, I can say odd but fucked up encounters with the police do y'all think that any of that is on us as no. a community as a people no it's case by case about this. yeah I, I would, it's, it's case by case I would go there no 
again because <laughs> the police they're there to serve and protect and we already know that when it comes down to black people that's not what they're going to do in other communities they have the same situations they feel safe to call the police and not thinking that will be a consequence and i just really don't like when it comes down to a police doing something that needs to be responsible for what they did. And it always come back to, well, what did the, the black community do? And it's almost like you're not, people don't see you as worthy as living in the first place. And that's why the conversation comes about. That's right. why stupid ass niggas always say shit. Like, <clears throat> um, well, Waka Faka just say just a minute ago. Um, why do we expect police to not kill us if we're killing our own community? No, that you think stop. That's a, you think that don't have any? Uh, that shouldn't even be. You think that you don't think that's a conversation that should be had? No. Nope. Why did they not say that about the white communities? Yeah, white people why? Because they see them as worthy and deserving of living. That's why it's not. It's not the crime is like based on proximity. Proximity. That's mm-hmm. all it is. You're living. Sorry. That's all it's about, right? But when it comes down to black people, it's almost like oh, you got to pull up all these records and why that person was deserving of like dying. Mm-hmm. But we didn't see too many videos of like white men literally fighting the police and they didn't touch that gun not once. Mm-hmm. So you can't say like, oh, well, did they make the situation for themselves? No, you supposed to be able to call the police. That's what it was. A, that's why people are saying abolish the police because it ain't no fixing it when mm-hmm. it comes to the black. It's, it's, it's not just get rid of the shit. I mean, obviously, we need something in place exactly. for us to, you know, but that's why I was fucking with the 70s when it was police in our own communities. I think. The defund police <coughs> movement, right, mm-hmm. is the wrong thing we should be asking for. Defund or ab- abolish? Which defund, one? abolish oh. that whole little more. I think we should really be on that reparations now. We the only ones who ain't got reparations. That's a funny no, thing. I think we should be on that. We need that reparations. It's a lot of I things. I was thinking about it, right? If you add that money up, so they spent tr- $3 trillion on the coronavirus, mm-hmm. right? They're about to try to spend another three trillion dollars, and if you divide that by forty-eight million black people that's in America, how much we get? They could have gave everybody one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars, which is almost, or maybe a little bit more, equivalent to what they saying the price of forty acres and the mule thing is. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I think they said that was that's around like three fifty. Broke that down. Okay. It was around three fifty. But since we know that the government got the ability to pull money out their ass, oh, yeah. uh, you know what I'm saying? I feel like niggas just should be like, yo, y'all can keep y'all police. Just give us that 40 acres. Yeah, because that's so going to fix kinda, everything. It will, though. <laughs> it's you, not. But peep this out. Peep this out. The Native Americans had a land and a space, and they had their own autonomous regions, and they could do everything that they need to do and want to do without the U.S. government necessarily having too big of a say or too big of a role in those kind mm-hmm. of things. Now, you not don't necessarily hear, true. You don't, <clears throat> you don't hear issues about the police coming to Native American uh, uh, provinces and regions and stuff coming in and shooting people. And this, you don't see Operative that. word is you don't hear. So you don't think that's true? It's not true. So you think they rolling up in these Native Americans getting police? Duh. You, you didn't hear about You remember that shit in North Dakota when the nigga, they sent, duh, they had, it was a, it was a, at least a 200-year-old treaty signed that this is their land. They're, nothing can oh, happen. They were doing the water thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. To, Trump came through and said, fuck that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's cool. basically it's like, it's like that's the case until it ain't the case no more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they straight up said, fuck that treaty. 
We are, we are digging this shit right here. We don't give a fuck what y'all say about it. So no. You I'm know talking what I'm saying? About, I'm talking about in the case of black people in America. But I'm saying what you made the what you made the point as you made the point to the Native American mm-hmm. community and the reality is, yes, they do have their own land. They're not yes, getting they, police like we getting police. Yes, they are. Nah, bro. Nigga, I'm know. telling you, they Wait, get they no listen. The, that's the operative word, Jay. You're not seeing, you're not hearing. Yeah. During the during that whole Sandra Blind shit. There was at least like three or four Native American women that had very, very, very similar situations. On Native land? On Native yeah, land. That's just like saying, like when On people Native was going land. around saying like, oh, it's only black men getting yeah. attacked by the police. It was more so you wasn't hearing about yeah, the cases yeah, with the black women. Because on top of uh, pol- like the police being physically abusive or whatnot, they rape. Like if you in like if you in custody in Michigan, like which is so fucked up, I would never want to get arrested. But they can rape you, and if they say that you consented, ain't nothing going on. Like it's a, the police. <laughs> like if I if I get if I get arrested today and the police officer rape me, mm, not gonna work. There's nothing. Yeah, police not. Mm-hmm. But like uh, there there's nothing I can do. Like if he if he be like, no, nah, she consented. That's it. Uh, that can't be right. Oh, but it can't is. Can't be right, but yeah. it's, it ain't right. But <laughs> like, yeah, it's, man, it's, she it's she had the cuffs on, but she consented to that shit. Yeah. yeah, like why would they leave it up to the person who did it to be like, no, nah, she consented to that. Yeah. You know, so it's like not on t- like. Never look, mind. I, I I feel like it's heavy reparations, Very. and if we can take the reparation money, and do some group economics, and Power pull nine. our shit together. And we can really do some things. Get our own force. Yeah, you know we got we so many problems. That's sh- that is not gonna fix everything. I don't think that. We not, but we that not, but that's, but that's, that's that. a modicum of one of our problems. We're not talking about fixing everything, right? But we're yeah. talking about let's let's move this out the way because I feel like we let everything jump in the motherfucking front of this mm-hmm. damn reparations, man. That's just supposed to be happening in eighteen hundreds or something like mm-hmm. that. I feel like um, I feel like one of the problems is a lot of people expect everything to be ideal. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it, like you said, yeah, you know, it, like you said, it, it ain't gonna fix everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I agree with you there. It's like if we if if we if we ex- stop expecting shit to be perfect, mm-hmm. then we can get a, we can get a little further. Hey, but motherfuckers act like it's like either it's all or nothing, mm-hmm. and like, you you yeah. have to you have to do away with that. Niggas feel good. Twenty-five minimum. Yeah. Like I said, that's yeah. six thousand yeah. divided yeah. by forty. Yeah. That's six yeah. trillion. So shit to get done. Divided by hundred shit, not here. Niggas on the east side. And (laughs) but and and we need uh, we also need uh, free education like how they got those treaties with those Native Americans. Mm -hmm. Now if we can get that and have our college paid for, oh yeah, then I think we have a lot of shit to get done. Straight position with Uh that. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I think we need to start asking these politicians and fighting for. Like y'all can defund the police, but y'all asking that shit like. Staying in this motherfucking places is gonna be mm-hmm. ideal even I if you do. If they defund us, yeah. The motherfuckers they gonna cut is the good cops. Nigga, it's gonna be all the, the bad assholes in this bitch. Then they not gonna even show up for shit. Like uh, that's the thing too. Yeah, they like, already I, doing like, that. When it comes <laughs> to like Detroit, any kind of Detroit and Detroit cl- cops and shit, I I feel a little different about the shit. That's I noticed I'm a, I noticed I'm like that. When it comes nationally, I'm somewhat liberal, but when it comes locally, I'm somewhat conservative. Like, you know what I'm saying? When I'm here, I think when I say the the way people ride on the cops, I feel differently. And maybe a lot of it has a bad... do good, though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, like when the shit first popped off, following the, following um, <laughs> Minnesota, 
and like niggas was trying to like ride on the cops here. I was feeling bad for the cops in Detroit. Like then, like these niggas, like dog, we ain't got shit to do with this, dog. And mm-hmm. and really in the D, in the D, if you have a police shooting or some shit like that, you have to know, and just be honest. The nigga probably was wilding. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, cop, cops in Detroit don't just clap you for no fucking reason. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it just don't happen, I dog. Clap. It, it don't fucking happen, dog. If I you, think that if, shit, that if you shit get clapped in happen. the D, you c- it could. But generally speaking, if it's a Det- if it's a police officer shooting in in Detroit, it ain't over exactly no bullshit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we know that. Mm. I can't say that that's facts. I'm not saying it, I'm not saying it's a 100 yeah. percent fact. But what I'm saying is. More times than not, and you, I think that because our police look like us though. That's that's you know what I'm saying. Because you get pulled. That's, up. that's what I'm saying. It, it don't dumb, it don't always mean shit. So it don't always mean shit. But sometimes it's because I ain't better. never feel when a black cop came up to me, I'd be like, oh, and they talk to you oh, just yeah, like yeah. some normal okay. shit. Like, hey, I can get yeah, that's what I'm saying. Let me see you know you was doing this. They still got a job they got to do, and they still got to enforce. That's only been my experience in Detroit, but it's a fine line. Ferndale. Yeah, that's right there. It's a different feeling. Once you cross the eight mile or yeah. some shit. Or I mean, mile. but I'm talking about it's a fine line, like yeah. right there. So yeah. I, I don't fuck with police, period. Like, it. I don't believe in good cop, bad cop. Because, like, you serve in a corrupt system at the end yeah. of the day. So yeah. it's either you, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Abusing your power, or you're just um, a cog in a machine. Yeah, like it's either because they look at the bad cops as like, oh, because this person is abusing their power, but like it's still a, a pretty corrupt system. Where it's like, if you are following the rules, well, you following the rules of a corrupt system. So I don't really believe in like. All right. So cops. speaking of that, we got election coming up. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got some choices to make. It's like. You got a two votes to pick one or the other uh, in the corrupt system. Mm-hmm. You know, so is, is one candidate better than the other? Nope. What y'all feeling yeah. like? Biden feel versus like, Trump? What y'all? What, I feel like we like? saw. I feel like we've seen what we got with Trump, and so that answers my question. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> that answers the question yeah. for me. Like I see what we didn't got, and I don't like it. I hate politics. So I just hate it is, all. Is 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 Trump? Trump's America. Is it any different than any other America we've experienced? Well, let's take a look. See, we've all been in the house for the last five months because this nigga could not, would not admit the fact. That would have happened. No, no, no. It would have happened. But what I'm saying is your man, your man was being arrogant in the very beginning. Like, oh, it's not real. Oh, they just trying, they just they just, just want to embarrass me. the whole me. world was but like that. No, n- no, 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 it's not. Clearly, why their numbers are completely right. different and they, no, they open as fuck. No, it's not. Yeah. When we saw what when we this saw how down. Italy got when it, when no, we saw that. what happened to Italy, we should have been like, okay, boom, this mm-hmm. shit is coming. Let's prepare. Let's bat down Niggas the hatches. He thinks this everything nigga, a joke. This for nigga, sure. this nigga said it's not real, <laughs> and this nigga said, oh, they just trying to do this shit to undermine me. So, so peep this you out though. Now I ask you this question. I think now I do. This is all my my theories, right? Mm-hmm. Some people are gonna like this. Some people will. I think Trump was privy to information. I think all of those people that was coming on TV every day, and they knew that America was not prepared based off of the personal protection uh, equipment, versus off of testing, mobilization, and all this shit. They knew we was all fucked up, <laughs> and I feel like they all came on TV. 
Dr. Fauci, all the motherfuckers was like, oh, it's not going to be that bad. This and this and that. In the beginning, I feel like everybody was trying to keep the temperament of people down to keep people from panicking. I do feel like they had the agenda because they knew we ain't had no goddamn masks. We weren't making none of them bitches. We ain't had no ventilators. We ain't had none of that. And you know I feel why like we didn't? You know why we didn't? Because this, this nigga dismantled the the pro the department that would have been on the lookout for this kind of shit. Mm. The nigga the nigga purposely dismantled that department. Well, them niggas ain't had no stockpiles, nah, and they say, nah, and they, I mean, because nah, it could go both ways. Nah, I hear, nah, I hear. Obama had his hand on that department, but I'm gonna say they said they said Obama everything used, that Obama out. touched. He Obama touched. He got rid of this but shit. But they said that so that Obama is, those are facts. Used all of that those shit for FEMA facts. emergencies and never replenished it. Trump ain't get rid of that pedophilia. Okay. Oh God damn it, oh, man! <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw that in there. I'm fucking running, Jay. Though. I don't know. Oh, shit my man had that. his hands on that. Hey, but we'll continue. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, man. This ain't got nothing to do. This ain't got. But, uh, but it got. Go ahead. Go ahead. Nah, go ahead. fuck. It's silly. It's don't worry about it. No, we got. I'm saying we got two choices coming up. Two fucked up choices in a way. You know what I'm saying? But I just feel like. I ain't think about Joe Biden. I think he got dementia, man. I do think, I he do think the nigga, it. the nigga, the nigga elevator don't always go up when it's supposed to. I ain't gonna sit here and act like I'm a Biden fan. I'm, I'm a roll with him, but I'm he's not. He's a pedophile. I mean, the nigga is a weirdo. You know what I'm saying? He's <laughs> 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 a weirdo. Biden personally said that black people and poor people can be almost as smart as white people if they try hard. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I mean, you want to. These niggas want, is wild. You want to run know, down, the, you wanna run down the, the, the list of the shit that your man has said about niggas? Who, Trump? Yeah. He said he done more for black people than any other president. Just because you say the shit, nigga, that don't mean you <laughs> the truth. He love pulling shit out they his say, ass. Yeah, they say he did uh, the criminal justice reform. And and tell me how that shit's been working out. Hey, I see that one lady. But Alex, I hate when Alex Johnson. Oh, so they so they, so they let one nigga let one nigga like out of jail and this shit works. <laughs> right. Let one nigga out of jail hey, uh, that was uh, in jail on some bullshit what's and that y'all nigga satisfied. Named, uh, Mike guy, white boy Mike. A nigga, white boy Rick. A nigga who been in jail for thirty years for selling drugs to the community who motherfuckers hey, have been adv- of, hey. who motherfuckers have been advocating for him to get out of prison a for the whole, last twenty years. A whole bunch yeah, of niggas got out because of Corona. Next shout out to my Give me another example. Motherfuckers been trying to get him out of jail for the last 15 years. I'm going to tell y'all what Trump has done. And these are just some things that I, I've been noticing. You know what I'm saying? Um, that movie was some bullshit. Things are changing that in America, right? And we got to, I've been looking at them and I've been seeing that people are really identifying and, and re-identifying things like genders are starting to have new names and stuff like that, right? And there's been a few things I've seen out there, and the, one of the main things is that Trump has, with the coronavirus pandemic, he has uh, made scamming a mainstream thing now, <laughs> and we can no longer really call scamming scamming because it then went to another place. They call it um, alternative identity specialist. Scamming. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean scamming? With people, well, uh, people, hey, unemployment. unemployment. It's been a lot of unemployment scams oh, okay. out here. It's been a PPP yeah. scams. It's been credit card scams. Mm-hmm. A lot of people. The hood is looking real replenished. I'm not gonna lie to you. Niggas and, ain't been as ashy as late lately. Yeah, yeah, hey, hey, niggas getting their unemployment checks and they doing their thing. But I, I mean, feel if you like scamming the government, you ain't scamming. Yeah, yeah. that's what I say. They no longer call it scamming. It's mm-hmm. uh, 
alternative identity specialists. So these are people that are able to take your identity, mm-hmm. you know, specialize and making an alternate of it. And yeah. Doing other things, you know. Um, schools. They got schools doing mobile shit. How you doing with that, Chris? You got... Like that shit is a bitch, bro. Like, <laughs> it's, it's a bitch, man. Like, and the fucked up part about it, I thought, I thought Chewy went to school on Tuesday, so I'm chilling. You know what I'm saying? I fucking get an email Sunday night, like, we'll see you all tomorrow morning. I'm like, what the fuck? So then I had to run, like, on some, had to run the goddamn uh, five, you know, five below, get mad notebooks and shit. This nigga had to delete all his porn tabs. He had to delete all his porn tabs on the computer. My favorites. And look, the worst part about it was like, nigga, it's like <laughs> my schedule. I start in the morning at eight. Brookie started nine, mm. so it's like I gotta get, I wake her up as I'm sitting down at the computer. You know what I'm saying? I gotta make sure she had the fuck. I gotta step away, make sure she had the computer. You know, Brookie hard. So you working from home? I'm yeah, working yeah. from home. So she hard headed as shit. So I had to keep stepping away, making sure she doing what the fuck she gotta do. You know what I'm saying? Her lunch break is different from mine. It's it's a mm-hmm. bitch, dog. You know what I'm saying? For real. And uh, only pro- only thing I will say though is I've noticed with my kids' school, a lot of the kids have been real cooperative. Like it's not I even. Well, then again, we only a weekend, but this shit. But that's because it's been another uh, change in how you can classify things. What's that? They say ass whoopings is no longer called <laughs> ass whoopings. <laughs> <laughs> ass whooping including getting smacked in the face, in the back of the head, choke with the pinky, uh, in or out. Yeah, no matter what. That's an ass whooping. Yeah, no matter what. Being hit with a belt, other things like that, they no longer call them ass whooping. They call them behavior modification techniques. <laughs> or BMTs. So you can't, <laughs> you can't use B-O-T. a BMT hey. on your child. Nigga, I had but to. you can't whoop their ass no more. You whoop your kids? I had to, Do y'all plan on whooping your kids? Look, you plan on whooping your kids? You have your modification. Yeah, I, I beat them every to, night. I had to, my nigga, <laughs> I, had to tune, I had to tune Brookie up, you know what I'm saying, first day. I had to tune her up a little bit because it was like, yo, they suggest that the kids wear the uniform shirt. So I said, all right, Brookie, put your shirt on. And Brookie, you know, she's like, well, I don't like the shirt. I'm like, I don't give a fuck if you don't like the shirt, put it on. So I go back downstairs to work. I come upstairs. She didn't change their shirt. They making them put their shirts yeah. on while they yeah. at home at the crib. I got so I, look, I excused her. I said, "Miss Rock, we'll be right back." I stepped her into the into the hallway. Like I will fucking kill you, buddy. Like, put your shirt on. You know what I'm saying? And when she didn't, I t- you know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. One good one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the comb, like, comb their hair a little bit. Yeah, that's like yo. This part was a little dry right here. They you hit mean? that kitchen with you that comb, the fine tooth. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a bitch, man. But but to answer the question, generally no. I, it's like the the physical is last resort. Mm-hmm. Last resort, absolutely. Because I feel like that's a lazy form of parent parenting. You know what I'm saying? I had a lazy ass mama. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. I had. I tell my parents now, like I don't think that they was right. I'm not. I don't. I don't have kids, so I can't really say. But I don't plan on whooping them. But I like, oh, go you ahead. gotta whoop their ass. I mean, you, you every gotta behave your mother. Every now and again, you got to. I don't believe that. Here's the no, thing. Right. Here's the thing. I don't. Be, I don't believe that because, like, when I got whoopings, like, I'm not. I wasn't a bad kid, but like, there to was you. times I wasn't. You wasn't watching you. Mm. Anyways, um, mm. sometimes my dad would whoop me, 
And sometimes he just will talk to me. And when I would, I would really have changed behavior from him talking to me because I felt respected. I felt like he really cared about me then. But when he would whoop me, like literally, I would be so distraught. Like I just, like I just cannot. And my dad would like whoop me and like try to embarrass me and stuff like that. Like I, I'm just like, what was his whole point of doing that? But I recently talked to my dad about that. Like you really didn't have to do all of that. Like you literally could have talked to me. Something very problematic. He was just like, no, I wanted y'all to fear me. That don't even sound right. Uh, uh, you know what? Speaking from a parent, <laughs> let me. I gotta be honest. That with don't you. sound I right. I gotta be honest with you though. They say that in the good book. I, I, well, yeah, but <laughs> I gotta be honest with you. A little healthy bit of fear never hurt nobody when it comes to parenting. And I'm gonna be honest with you. Like from when I was a kid, like me and my old man would go at it. When he would tighten me up, he would like out of, out of fear and respect, I would chill for a little while. But once that, once we didn't got back to being cool, I'm back to my bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's why I say like maybe yeah. sometimes the whoopings don't really work, but I I know for a fucking fact. Yeah, you need, you gotta I know have for a fucking fear. fact. You gotta have that little bit of it's just yeah. it's a respect thing, but also too, when the niggas start restricting me like my my movements, my privileges, and you start putting me like in a box almost, mm-hmm. that's when he got better results out of me. And with young men, with boys, the reality is, like in Goodfellas, we have an attitude. Every you know, sometimes sometimes you gotta take a beating. You know what I'm saying? Everybody takes a beating sometimes. That's the attitude young boys have as we grow up, especially if we got a little size to us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that ass whooping wear off though. Like the around, ass whooping wear it, off. It was a my mom used to whoop yeah. my ass, and then it was one day yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> she grabbed that belt, right? And I grabbed you know that bitch in mid She probably told the whole right. family. I was like, "What you about to do with this? But make me <laughs> right. mad." Right. Right. You didn't say that to yeah. her. Yeah. It's make true. Me mad. Hey, nigga, now put the, <laughs> nigga, put the belt that down. That would make dinner, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the man of the house. Now, when, you, when you finally get that, like, okay, when you finally get that strength, when you can catch the fist, nigga, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, nigga, no. I I actually witnessed my brother doing that to my dad, and that's how you know my dad went in, and I just was like, I was on the couch, like that was your brother last ass whooping. Yeah. yeah, but I couldn't believe. I guess it, it maybe is it a guy thing, like because I never. Happens. Okay, one time I did block a a hit from my dad because it's just like I was like growing here, and he just like my dad had a habit of like doing this, and I'm just like, bro, you're not gonna keep doing that because yeah, this is growing right here, yeah. like. And then he just went even crazier, and I'm just like, what the heck? And then told the whole family that I yeah. tried to fight him. I'm like, no, <laughs> you're hitting me in my chest, like. But that's just like. What they used to. Like, I'm not really. Yeah, that generation was over disciplined. Yeah, I ain't yeah gonna say my, that my granddaddy, mom. oh, he was terrible for what my dad, like, explained it. Like, I'm like, y'all was going overboard. But like, I became real. a good actor because of whoopings and shit. Mm. I used to learn how to act my. Like, this motherfucker killing me. Yeah. <laughs> my yeah. mama Lee, I'll be crying and yeah. I'll be looking in the mirror and start laughing. I had a pack of cards in my back pocket. <laughs> Didn't yeah. feel none of these motherfuckers. Two hundred yeah, on. Nigga, right left was crazy. That never worked. That never <laughs> worked. No, you gotta put the shit in. No, I mean, not shit, but yeah, it worked. Nigga, you stuff him stuff him right. You yeah, I remember baby right. bro was getting his ass with one time. I had to tell this nigga, like, yo, whatever. Hey, listen, man. Look, nigga, your mom's about to fuck you up. Don't say my name about shit. Don't mention mm-hmm. me at all, nigga. You know what I'm saying? You taking all this ass whooping, not me. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And that's, I mean, that's just the shit that happens. You know what I'm saying? But as, like you said, as kids get older, you know what I'm saying? Can't Yo, do that no more. You can't do it no more. Yeah. That, and that's where that that's where that's where the mental punishment come mm-hmm. in more. Yeah, but you, know you wanna have something in their head. Yeah. And I don't know if I'm right or wrong and I don't have You're kids wrong. yet. But you wanna have something in their <laughs> head. But look, I I'll take care of my nieces for a year and a half and I 
you want to have a point, a, a, a place in their brain where they just like, yo, that nigga a little off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you do seem off, though. You got to have, you got to, <laughs> even if you just fake, you got to have that yeah. because they will run over you, especially women. Mm. Yeah. Y'all are Other like, being a guy? females are like, they, they don't, see the thing about a man and a boy, I think is like a mutual respect for a man's size and strength. Mm-hmm. And girls don't have that because y'all are like mouth and like attitude. You know what I'm saying? Dudes is kind of like hold that shit in and start. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They get mad, be clenching his fists up. Girls just be talking shit and just they got all attitude and mouth. And dude, you really can't do nothing with that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you gotta- even if like with this being a transition from like generation to ge- generation, I want people to understand. Okay, I'm not a parent and everything, but this is something that I, I'm going to put into practice. That your kids are not your property; they're human beings. Mm. Like respect them, and if you if you okay, I can see you watch somebody else's kids. It's a whole another different ball game. But if you bringing them up, where you showing them, you having conversations with them, and you teaching them about respect and discipline, I believe in consequence. But the consequence doesn't have to be the physical, yeah, right? Yeah. Because I learned more when my dad talked to me, and I talked to my brother about. It. He had his episode when he tried to go mm-hmm. back and forth with my dad, but we actually sat down talking like, okay, when you. When daddy talked to you, like, how did you feel? He was like, no, I actually felt respected. And then he told me that he actually just started doing more because he felt like he was always getting whoopings about, like, him and different family members, which made him feel like nobody liked him in the family. Mm. You get what I'm saying? So, like, the long-term effect of that, I'm thinking about the long-term. Like, everybody's saying, like, no, that shit working. And then when you sit back and think about it, like, what's the long-term effect of that? Especially the kid that's getting labeled as bad in the family. They get it worse from all of the family members, aunties, cousins, uncles, all of that. For me, I would consider myself a good kid, but the stuff I got whoopings for was kid shit. (laughs) Running around, breaking shit. I mean, it's going to happen, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, you got to learn because this shit costs money. Yeah. It's an adult perspective to all of this, man. Yeah. You be in the house and somebody broke some shit. Yeah. You be like, dog, come on, man. <laughs> right. I done okay. had this motherfucking shit since I was a kid. Yeah. And I done came in this motherfucker. Why? How? <laughs> I, always, I, always, I always show my best, like, to, like, I give myself a second. You know what I'm saying? When Brookie do some shit to piss me off, I give myself a second to calm down before I mm-hmm. actually figure out what's, what's the next step. Because I try my best not to react off my emotion. Mm-hmm. If I react off my emotion, I fucking kill her. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But it's like, mm. let me... All right, you know what I'm saying. Let me calm down, so I'm not so that it, so that this discipline is not because I'm mad. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Because you're trying to teach her like a yeah, lesson yeah. Because if it's because I'm mad, then you know something I, terrible happened. So transition. Speaking of being mad, right? Do y'all think Dr. Dre should be mad about this <laughs> divorce uh, situation? With his wife, cause she I seen the list. Million yeah. the mom. I got Did the y'all list see the right list? here. Yo, she I, her fucking. I'm gonna read, I'm gonna read this off real she quick. Her fucking mom. So Nicole I'm Young, if y'all know Dr. Dre, producer. How long she been with him? Twenty plus years. She, so she entitled to twenty five years. Entitled. So they say Dre uh, got like a billion dollars. But she say she want she while the divorce is pending, cause they got a prenup. But she said he ripped it up out of love or something. But he said you can rip up that the down. Just don't mean rip the fucking paper yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah. But right. she say she want one million nine hundred thirty six thousand three hundred ninety nine dollars a month to cover expenses. And I'm gonna tell y'all the breakdown. Laundry and cleaning, ten thousand a month. She got relax. <laughs> Clothes. One hundred thirty-five thousand dollars a month. Bitch, you better get on Poshmark. 
that bitch better get a basketball and walk around the house. Get a basketball, walk around the living room. You know what I'm saying? You live in L.A. What the fuck? How much more? What? Where you need to go? Bro, entertainment, man. She must want some expensive ass dancers or something. She's going to some wild shit. She doing too much. And the thing that got me, she got charitable contributions, one hundred twenty-five thousand a month. So you want me to give you one hundred twenty-five thousand a month so you can give away to somebody else? That's how I know she full of shit. Come on, man. Yeah, and they, that's how she, she got a mortgage, $100,000 a month. Cotton picking mine. Now, this is the real killer <laughs> because I honestly thought that my cell phone plan was a little motherfucking Yeah, she bloated. was fooling with that one. She said telephone, cell phone, email, $20,000 a month. I don't know what that is. I don't know how many burning phones she got. Uh, well, how many? What the fuck? $20,000 a month for cell phones and telephone. And this all under that $1 all million? Under the one Two million dollars. Two million. She had, uh, she had Twenty thousand for your cell phone bill and emails, because emails ain't free. Oh, but I heard she know? worth. She already worth thirteen million by herself, because she's a lawyer, I believe. <laughs> but like, I don't. We've never been that rich. We've never lived that life. So I'm not trying to justify it. But I don't really know like where those numbers is coming, coming on your face. Like you would probably ask for something similar. No, but I you wouldn't. know what though? You know, <laughs> I really I, wouldn't. I, you know, I see the. I see the angle. I ask for my money up front. I see the angle. It's like, you know, you shoot, you aim high, and it's like, you, it's like, you aim high, and, and you're going to get some, get you know, I think she, I think she actually making Dre look good by doing this shit. Oh, absolutely. Because if nigga, if, if he, if she, if, you know what I'm saying, if she can ask for that, then it means mm. the nigga clearly got it. A lot of these but, chicks yeah. is looking at their situations like, yo, this nigga ain't What am I doing? I'm losing. Yeah, it's chicks out here spending $135,000 <laughs> a month on clothes. On, where, where the fuck you going? $20,000 on cell phones. Who you talking to? That's a lot. Mm. You better be talking to God. Then I see somebody said that the, the <laughs> charity thing was like with, I don't even know if it's true, like with rich people when they give, decide to give money, they make a deal and say over time we'll give you $10 million. So like maybe she's like, even oh, though like it's like her, investment? yeah, like maybe she's paying her <clears throat> payment to whoever. I don't know how true that is. It can't be her payment if she want to use his money. And I'm thinking like, you know, like, you know, cousins hitting you up for money. Does that, is that like family, you know, people? Was mortgage in there? I believe yeah, it was. thousand dollars I could see the whole mortgage Hey, charitable thing. contributions could be like, yo, Ray Ray and them need a couple That's what I'm saying. Is that what that, okay, well. Uh. I need to email her. <laughs> that's going to cost you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's in the $20,000. <laughs> and I think with the that's entertainment, true. it could be she going based off a, n- a number of like what she's used to. Like when I was with you, I want to keep that same lifestyle. So. I don't understand that shit. When you mm-hmm. like, was like, I don't understand that shit. It's like I when I was so. with you, <laughs> I, this is what I was used to when I was with you. We ain't together no more. So when I was with you, I was used to a, lo- a number of things. We ain't together no more, so I ain't going to have that. I don't understand that shit. She got to understand. Well, see, I think in California now they got and some in California, crazy yeah. laws. Yeah, California. When it comes down yeah, that's what I'm saying. If the nigga got that prenup, and Cali, this is the thing straight. though, this how you know levels of money, right? So that nigga Dre got about a billion dollars. He like, man, this shit is outrageous. She want this amount of money. 
Jeff Bezos pretty much gave his wife at the time. I think they in their yeah. divorce settlement, she got like $38 billion. Mm-hmm. He did that shit without a blink of an eye. And now she's like the richest woman in America. That nigga worth like $200 billion. And that's how we know it's like you could be a billionaire and still be broke. But she was helping him with the company, though. Like, she was married to him and everything. Doing, like, she, she was making investments and shit. They, say, investments. they say she said Dr. J was abusive, so she was helping him with the beats. <laughs> I know you looking dead at me just to be. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a fucked yeah. up joke. Yeah. Nah, but <laughs> it landed where it was supposed to. Beats by Jay, it landed where it was supposed to. Motherfucker, Beats by Jay came from somewhere. It's God damn it. I don't like that. She name. had the first pair. <laughs> Stop, dog. See, I would this ask is for black men not protecting black women. Exactly. Hold on, she's not she black though. So she is black. She not black. It's just a red bone. Is she, she black? black. I'm not she sure. not black. She not black. You know, black. I kind of feel like if, if I, I feel like <laughs> if she, some red I feel bone. like if she wasn't black, we, it would have been def, definitively discussed by now. And I haven't heard anybody talk about it, so I'm assuming she's of black extract. You know, let's no, she's say not that. black. I don't know why y'all keep saying she ain't black, man. We all know Corey mess with white girls anyway, so. Well, relax now. I'm not even joking. We don't do that on this podcast, Queen. Queen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she ain't black. No tap, no tap. I you said did. that. What makes you think she was black? I said, a, I said a black took a, extract. No. Did y'all see her? I've seen. I'm about to if see you it. look dead at her, she don't even look nothing near that. No, I thought this. I thought she was a red bomb, man. Oh yeah, she a whole Caucasian. Oh is she? Oh she Indian. Oh, oh she, she might she be Native that. American. Oh she getting. Oh she getting what she asking for then. Or at least very. She close. a lawyer, so. Oh yeah, she gonna get what she want. Yeah, she getting what she want. Dang, I thought she was. I thought she was black that whole time. Her name was Nicole. <laughs> Nicole's Nicole's sister. Nicole is more like a Damn, black a little name, her, middle name, you? but not. Long face. Why the long yeah, face, baby? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all get a chance to take out Dre's wife, man. She she ain't bad looking. Mm. Uh, she look black right here. She she ambiguous. Let me see these pictures. Y'all looking at? She look black as hell right there. Yeah, I see, man. She black, she man. Look Let at that one. Let me see. That one, she it. really look black. Doctor J, man, I don't know. I hear you. And you can tell by the, the oh, what they call yeah, it, the baby right here. Head. She look pretty black to me. She mm. do got a long face though. She yeah, looked pretty. Drake. She looked. Yeah, nah, she looked black. Yeah, she did look at this. But yeah, nah, she mixed. She yeah, she's black. But I see. That's God going. damn, that face is long. That's long face is <laughs> long as hell. She has a very strong <laughs> face. You sure this ain't a man, like baby? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, that that's a man, baby. Yeah, that might be. Not y'all starting that, that conversation. Look at that. Neck, jaw. Hey, she might be the yeah. Damn, <laughs> she did a lot of neck Ooh. neck exercises. I can tell you. She might be a phenomenal. real scammer. Mm-hmm. Do y'all believe in getting prenups? Yeah. Would you get a prenup? So you met a nigga had a million dollars. He like, baby, I ain't got a lot, but see, I want to do this prenup because I got a few things before <laughs> I met you. This shit says, and I don't want this. White. I don't want I don't this know. to be in the way of our love. See, this is a forever thing, but just in case you you ain't acting right, I keep what I got. That cool, baby. I don't know. You I'm gonna be good regardless. Well, I I know marriage when it comes down to the papers, it's a financial contract for me. So, so, so if you met, let's I say would somebody, not be offended him him asking that because I'm gonna always be. I can hear that on that. Sorry, hey, I'm if, gonna always be good. So if you do, uh, if you met Jeff Bezos, right? You did 
Jeff Bezos. Oh, I said, I want to get married. And he had a prenup, and he said, I'll give you $5 million if you got divorced. Would you be happy with that? He ain't had that when she first met him. No, I'm just saying, like, if you met Jeff Bezos and he when y'all got married, and you know he worth $200 billion. He said, I'll give you $5 million if you get Oh, marry him then? Now. I don't know. I'm talking about now. I mean, now. I don't know. I need to get my money up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just see marriage as a financial contract. I mean, it is. Why That's don't enough men win in these situations? What I mean is, like, we don't never hear about a dude getting a chick's money like that. Y'all don't hear about well, a Dale? Do. A she, Dale situation? Yeah. He got paid. Yeah, I thought Britney got, Spears yeah. person got paid, too, yeah. didn't And the nigga yeah. Ken Do from uh, Mary J. Blige show, she, he, she, he mm-hmm. got broke off. Yeah. I was happy as shit. Mary J. Yeah. Blige's husband? Yeah. yeah. That nigga Ken Do, what was his name? Why yeah. you take her money? He can't do the queen like that. Yeah, uh, that's the queen of R&B. Yeah. She not going to cry. She not. <laughs> she not. She not. She not gonna set a tear, but you know <laughs> she gonna yeah. drop an album. No, that album was mm-hmm. a, that album was a fuck you from track one to. Hey, what happened 12. with the deal? He got off. He he, he got he off. I I don't. Off. I was. See, that was the first time I found myself being heated like about it because <laughs> I I'm so used to it, like what you just said. I'm so used to seeing like women get the money, so I never like really thought about it. And then when I seen that he got that much money out of her. What was it, like fifty or something? Like that? I don't remember, uh, but it was three. it was really the comparison of like how much she was worth and how much yeah, he, got. he got. That's what pissed me he off. Got some, he got significant. Did y'all see a, Adele in the bantu knot? Nigga, mm. looking like you a queen. You like it? <laughs> looking like a queen. Duh, with the Jamaican hair, yeah, yeah, looking like a queen. Shit, yeah, it's very nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the nigga say look like she got two Jamaican sons and shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, and Trevor and Livingston. Uh-huh. I said, look at Adele, go on, baby. Are you looking it up for me? Yeah, they say Adele. He had she had to pay him one hundred and forty of her one hundred ninety million dollar net worth. See, that <laughs> pissed me off. This nigga is just she's wait. In he this got one hundred and forty out of her one hundred ninety. Yeah, that's what that's what pissed me off. Like the judge how reportedly she ruled less. for Adele to pay her ex husband three years of of three years one hundred and forty million dollars in nasty divorce. Settlement. How the fuck did they come up with that number? I thought the same thing, and I was I was boiling. Well, she lost a lot of weight when she left that dude. Are they are they comparing that to like what she may be able to earn back, or what? Because I was not enough for it. Because that's a lot of money, man. Oh, Tiger Woods came out fucked up too. Man. Oh yeah. Hold on, what happened with him? I think he Tiger paid like out the ass. Dollars, right? <laughs> Tiger oh. paid Tiger was ass. simple. Damn. Dang. Shout out to old boy that got a deal, man. Good for him, man. She kept naming her albums numbers and shit. I'm like, he hit one too. <laughs> 21, 25, 140. <laughs> Call that incremental change. You know. That's a lot of money. Well, hey man. Y'all got anything else y'all wanna talk about? Hey, tell us about your book, man. You got a book out here? Yeah. Give us some love on that. Um my last, my second book that I came out with in February is called Everyday Love Letters, 365 Days of Love Letters. Mm. Y'all feel me? So basically, the book is a collection of 365 love letters that I wrote in 2019. But the story behind it is I collectively wrote 850 love letters. So I started writing them in September of 2017. So basically, like, I just went through a bunch of stuff, like, like sometime in August and I like just 
succumbed to depression and I just could not believe like I was depressed because like I guess I carried that whole like thing of like strong black woman I didn't think it could like actually happen to me so the fact that it happened to me like I was like distraught um because I felt really weak so I was it was my last year in college and I'm a writer so like naturally you know it was an inspired idea but it makes sense for me being a writer that that was the way that I decided to get over my depression was writing a love letter every day. And it was, the love letter was really to myself and then folding it up and then putting it in a random space. And then it had my Instagram name on it. And so people was finding them. I think I got like 200 message, at least 200 messages or more of people like saying that they found the letter and how it impacted them and like how they were crying and stuff like that. And really what happened is like, cause I was writing them since 2017. And so in 2018, a woman found one. And then she just was like, I think she was getting out of an abusive relationship or something like that. Like, apparently, like, the guy had just, like, hit on her, like, the day before she had found it. Um, and then so she just kept contacting me. Because I always told them, like, if you want to, like, talk, because I get it. Like, hit me up anytime on Instagram. So she was, like, staying in contact with me. Like, bro, I'm having a terrible day. Let's just talk. So I'll talk to her. And then she was like, is this a book? And I'm like, no. Like, I'm just doing these like every day it's don't tell like I didn't even want people to know I was doing them mm-hmm. until like people who I knew was finding them on co- on the college campus so she was like I really really want you to make this into to a book because I would want to share this with my friends but I wasn't gonna do it and I was like okay cool but I wasn't gonna do it and then like maybe some weeks after that I put one in the gas station and then somebody who was going to a Bible study found it and then they shared it with their entire entire like Bible study class or whatever. And they have put me in like this Instagram group chat. It's like 10 of them. And I'm like, why do I got like 10 or 20 messages mm-hmm. on Instagram? So they was like, oh, like, is this a book? Is a book we in a Bible study? And I'm like, no. But then when they told me like if it was a book, we would have purchased it. I'm like, okay, now I need to make this into a book. So come 2019, I said, okay, I'm going to document all of my love letters. And that's really what happened. Oh, so if you was to purchase the book, you would see like how I fell into depression, what happened in the span of a week, um, how I was getting over it, how I used even the Red Table Talk, Iyanla Van Zant, those love letters to get over depression. Um, and then the middle of it is the 365 love letters that I documented. And then the end of it is like you'll see all the, I basically sna- like screenshotted the letters that I was getting, the ones that I could like keep. Yeah, so I definitely like it better than my first, but it's very powerful. When I read over it every once in a while, I'm like, dang, I wrote that? So, like, I really fuck with it. I read the beginning of it, and (coughs) I was like, dang, you know, it was a little heavy. Mm -hmm. And and I had it, and one of my niece's friends started reading. I actually gave it to her. She was reading it, and she liked it so much. She's like, can I have this book? It's so good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You can buy this book, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, twenty five dollars on Amazon. I think it's at it's on Barnes and Noble website too. Um, What's the name of it? Everyday Love Letter: Three Hundred Sixty Five Days of Love Letters by Deshane Blades. But I think I want to. Um, I'm gonna have to just pull the money together. But like, I think I want to. Well, I had told y'all both about this. I, I want to turn the book into a visual album. So I want like what I did was I separated some of the letters and in, in, within topics like healing, love, peace, because I would talk about those consistently. So I just kind of gathered it together. I just finished it yesterday, but I want to turn it into an animation. So I like found this guy that like knows how to turn people into like animation. So I kind of like want to create the songs like kind of something that we did together mm-hmm. and then create the visual part through animation. Mm-hmm. So it's a really dope idea. It's just going to cost me like it, 
it's gonna cost me some money, like a lot of money. Yeah. Well, hey, maybe we can help our people grab the book. The book costs forty five dollars if you get it through me. But no, you go. You can say people can find it on Amazon.com and Barnes and Noble. Can they get it on Instagram? Will people connect with you on there? Yeah, my Instagram name is Blades. B L A Y D S two underscores and then it's in my bio. In your bio, mm-hmm. if y'all want to go three hundred sixty five days of love letters. That is a good book though. I ain't gonna hold you up. Um, it it take you a year to read it. No, it's not. You can just <laughs> read it whenever. Like you can go. The love letter is not that long. Like they just a page, so you can just keep going until you get tired and then your own little. Yeah, and hey, you can get it on uh, like the Kindle and everything like that too, though, right? Mm-hmm. Nice. So you don't have to if you want it quicker, whatever. Like you can purchase it just through Kindle, Download read it, it through on there. Kindle, the Amazon app. So yeah. check it out like that, man. If y'all into reading these days, I know a lot of people. They need, they want to see the air. That's what you might have to do the visual. Visual, yeah. Put it up on YouTube. Yeah, and sure. People mm-hmm. can get their three hundred sixty-five days fixed. You got a part two of this coming out, or is it? Mm-mm, I only write books and do projects when I'm inspired to mm. do something. So I don't really have an idea. So if I get an, another inspired idea, I'm gonna do something. But feminist. That's gonna be the name of your no, next book. <coughs> Stop. The Black Feminist. <laughs> right. It's gonna be a actually. I'm book. reading this book called Hood Feminism. Hood I saw that on your day. Oh yeah, she giving y'all that work and y'all definitely. You relax. Sure. You ain't yeah. even read it. Yeah, hey, I'm reading Forty Eight Laws of Gang. Yeah, they say the black man is the most uh the second most unprotected people on. On the planet, yeah, and yeah, they said black men yeah, is becoming extinct too. You could have as hard as you rolled your eyes just now. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> hood feminists. You know what I'm they don't care about mm-hmm. black men. They don't, they don't. Come on, they don't. I'm no, I'm not even gonna entertain it. Yeah. I'm not gonna entertain you just it. Said, what you what you say about black men when we we we, 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 the, uh, we are their oppressors? Yeah, you yeah. can be oppressors. Yes, absolutely. Throw a general statement like black men are oppressors. I said black men can be oppressive. You said that? As long as, we, as, long as we put that can. Yeah, as long as you That's put that can. That's what I said. Yeah, <laughs> and y'all internalized <laughs> it and took it to the next level. Mm. Yeah, I think mm. black men. That's the next book. Yeah, I ain't going to even get into it. Just Maybe that's yeah, that's going to be a whole like other conversation. <laughs> yeah, the black feminist, Dejanae uh, <coughs> Blades in the house, 365 love letters. And it's crazy. She didn't take a day off. She didn't take a day off. Mm. You know? For she 850 got, days. 850 days. Now, that's mm-hmm. called stamina. You know? She got mass stamina when it comes yeah, to writing. Yeah. All in the hands. Yeah. She got, <laughs> <laughs> she got beautiful hands, you know? Nah, but uh, we <laughs> appreciate <laughs> you <laughs> 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 coming up. Anybody else got anything they got to say? Any promoting anything? Yeah, I just want one question. What was worse, the coronavirus or Kobe's pirate? Kobe's what? Pirates, pirate. That's hard. Mm. That's a bar. Uh, Fuck you, Kobe. You, you <laughs> That's a bar. Kobe was holding this motherfucking world together. Nigga, man. He was. Uh, Kobe, dog. Then they took Black Panther. I was going to say, say, shout out to Black man, the most unprotected. Get that out of here. Death death is natural. Death is going to happen to everybody. It's how it happens. We are oppressed by death. Death is just as natural as life. It's birth. So you think. It's gonna happen to everybody. You're not a special nah. case. Nah, man. Nigga, you you can't special? say that same You're thing not. about the trials and tribulations that happen in life. So it's actually it's nobody being depressed. We just living. What? Where? Where did that come together? Because we're trying to like minimize minimize life 
I'm not. I said death is just as natural as yeah, but being man, born. Kobe wasn't supposed to go out like that. Yeah, I think the tragic Black part Panther of wasn't supposed to go out like that. How are you supposed to go out? He survived fighting his own family, Killmonger and all this stuff oh in, in the hood of Oakland. Come back, and next thing you know, motherfucking cancer, man. I remember when I saw that video. He, he had the cancer before. He like, damn, my man looks sick. I say, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I knew he was a little skinny. I yeah. was hoping it wasn't HIV or nothing. That's what I was hoping too. But shout out to him, man. He he <laughs> he did his thing, man. He did. I, I was watching get the, on uh, last night. You know, I was watching I uh, movie, Saturday Night Live. Movie, what movie? I hate that movie, dog. Get on up. Yo, when good up, on, that. when get on up came out, me and my grandfather That's went to see the Brown shit. Yeah, me and my grandfather that. went to see that shit. He was like, besides the music, everything else was like awful. And I thought to myself, because I don't know no better. I don't know shit about the 60s. So I'm like, I thought it was straight. When I saw the Tupac movie, I was like, I see what you mean. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what you mean. Everything except the music. Oh, I see. You know, mm-hmm. It was like, God damn, I hate this fucking movie. Yeah. So, yeah. I couldn't get past the part get and up. get on up when he was telling them about using his bathroom. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was the yeah. beginning. You know? I fell asleep I came after in, that. I was like, niggas, <laughs> this a fucking I couldn't get on up. <laughs> yeah, I think the going back and forth was really throwing me up. I never finished the movie. Get on up? It was oh, I never finished yeah. it. I like it. I thought it was good. But he's still a I really good I couldn't finish the Five Bloods either. I tried to finish that. Five Bloods, that shit was long for some reason. I watched it, though. I didn't much enjoy it, but I loved uh, Delroy Lindo's performance. He was good. He killed that. I can't even. I don't know when he started performing because I felt I kept falling asleep. It is. It I could. It's like it, it was quintessential Spike. You know what I'm saying? Like it had a lot of really some real Spike Lee shit in it that mm. made me enjoy it. But for the most part, it was like uh, he was good on Saturday Night Live though. They played that last night. That was a good little episode. He was Who? in there. T'Challa. Uh, oh, for real? Yeah. T'Challa. That's the nigga name. T'Challa. T'Challa. I mean, that's how. Uh, What's the nigga name who played Ricky? I, you know, in Boys in the Hood, I think of him as Ricky always. Um, I don't even know who Morris that is. Morris Chestnut. Morris Chestnut, yeah. Morris oh, okay. in, in my mind, that nigga's Ricky. <coughs> so, yeah, that's yeah. what you said. Yeah, well, that's not as, yeah. I mean, it's not as. I'm kind of like Steve Urkel and Carlton. I can't, they don't have regular names. Nah, so. yeah. <laughs> Steve or Stefan and other nigga Carlton. He ain't got no other name. But, hey, man, we want to thank y'all for listening. We about to get up out of here. Um, you can follow us at Stretch the Culture on Instagram. If these guys want to get their personal IGs out, anyway, we got my man Chris up in the house. Chuck Sanchez, Brugal Poppy. Yeah, yeah. Got Jason, aka Lord Sweetness. Uh, let go, let funk. And it's your boy Corey, man. Holla at your boy. We out. Peace. Yee. No, it's not a broadcast. Baby, this a podcast. And we about to stretch the culture. Listen up and listen closer. Watching out for the vultures. The barbershop mixed with Oprah. Podcast, podcast. Podcast, podcast. Probably give you a little etiquette and show you how to elevate. Feed your mind, get your food for thought, get some hot sauce and another plate. Listen to it on your job. Might even help you get a raise. StressTheCulture.com and Instagram, baby, follow the page. No, it's not a broadcast. Baby, this a podcast. And we about to stretch the culture. Listen up and listen closer. Watching out for the vultures. The barbershop mixed with O's.